supposed to prepare? Well, you did the you did the you did the sermon. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna I, say he prepared better than anyone. Well, I know. Yeah. I I didn't do anything. I was I was hoping he was prepared because I'm not. Oh well, this will be a short podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're at a lovely pizza place. We are at a great pizza place. You should try it. Okay. All right. Here we go. In three, two. Hey everyone, welcome to episode two eighty three of This Is Whole Life. And you heard we were going to be at Monte Gelato, the most fabulous, the most crazy, the most decadent Italian gelato in the United States, <laughs> according to Ken. And instead, we are right next door to Antica Wood-Fired Pizzeria and Market. We're in front of that one, yeah. We're in front uh, on their, I guess, kind of like their front porch, their sidewalk. They have a nice place you can eat outside, and they're nice enough to let us have a table a out table front. out here. And it's actually, this is one of my... Probably top five pizza places in top town. Top five yeah. in it's Orlando. It's in my top three. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I haven't been in Orlando as long as Jeff, but <laughs> now I have had the cannoli cake uh, because we promised gelato. So we did do. We did follow through. We did yeah. uh, get some sweet treats, and now uh, we have a pizza coming. So I will uh, maybe next week if uh, we don't have that pizza till then, I'll let you know what I think. Yeah, Monte yeah. Gelato, uh, I, th- I don't know if we mentioned that it, it was mysteriously closed. closed. They're supposed to be open, <laughs> but there's a little sticky note that overrides everything yeah, else. Yeah. And so, you know what? When uh, life takes away your gelato, you just have to get pizza. So you have to get pizza. You well, have to get pizza. And, and we, we still came through, right? right? Because we were paying for a dessert from Antica. And it, Ken was prepared. Ken, you know, this was uh, this was not just uh, fly by the seat of our pants. Ken did uh, actually talk to the owner. I did. And uh, for whatever reason, which I'm sure... We'll be back to find out yeah. and see what happened. But I'm just hoping he's still open. That's my, yeah. my big prayer. Like we, didn't, we weren't a little bit too late to yeah. help support that business. One day too late. So anyway, we are here. And this week it was number six in our Love Is series. And we abandoned our single week confirming of what love actually is. It was flexible. That's what we learned last week. And this week we were back to love is not. You really get the sense, Randy. It really bothers you that the knots. I mean, you, you know, you it really, really irritates make, me, Ken. Does it irritate? It, it irritated me. Why does it irritate you? Maybe we have to get down to the bottom of that. Well, because the actual, because now you've admitted that you're irritated. Oh, I'm so let's, irritated. Uh, let's let's figure out why you're irritated. Well, because the, it's not uh, the actual name of the message series is not love is not. It's love, love is. It's love is dot dot, dot dot, and it can be anything after that. Love is it can, not. It can be, but should it be? Hey guys. There hey, we, we have some uh, fans here. Maybe yeah. we should we take a little quick break and yeah. ask them. No, no. <laughs> any, no. Any questions or any any questions or comments from this past I week's just message? Know if they got dessert oh, on us. Yes. What was it? We did. We came for some. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we showed up for some dinner, but now we have dessert. We're very happy about it, and uh, it's great to see you guys in person. This <laughs> yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. What, what was for dinner? Uh, we had the Angry Goat and the Basil Pesto pizzas. They Ooh, were delicious. We haven't right? been here before. Amazing. So yeah. you're, it's a, how many stars out of five? Five. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten, ten, out, of ten. Five. ten out of five. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and we haven't even had dessert yet, so we can't even rate the dessert, but right. we're assuming. We're, we're so, you're, so obviously you're a little disappointed that you didn't get to try the gelato, but this worked out pretty well too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it worked out. I definitely was looking forward to the gelato, and we'll have to we'll have to come back. Yeah. I will come back. That what was a great save. In, what those of you in the podcast couldn't see was a dessert was dropped and and snatched out of the air. It was impressive. Yeah. It was like that was actually moves quite right good. There. It was it was pretty impressive. If you need um, an acrobat at your next party. If you need an acrobat or like a juggler, I guess you can call me. <laughs> And I'll be there. Yeah. So we should actually have you guys introduce yourselves to the listeners. So just go ahead and uh, give us your names. Okay. So my name is Razan Maxson, R-A-Z-A-N, Razan. It's a unique one, I know. And your wife? This is my wife over here. Cecilia. 
I'm Cecilia Maxson, the wife. <laughs> and I'm a Rachel. I'm just a friend and roommate and, you know. Part of the family. Part of the family. Part of the family. This, nice. you know, they sit behind me almost every Sabbath at Whole Life Church. And uh, they're just so fun because I uh, like I can always count on at them. early service where the party's actually at. Yes. That's true. See? That's true. I appreciate you hyping that because first service is not as well attended as second service. Right. And yet you're right. It's where the party is at. So and they do actually sit in front of you most of the time. Do they? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. while you're preaching, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're a good point. Good point. But when so, I'm seated, so they're not on the stage. I was like, am I am I missing? Something? I just wanted the, the audience to get clear on that visual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I appreciate you uh, helping that out. So, uh, you, tell me what your uh, what was your big takeaway from this last uh, Sabbath? What was the big takeaway from the sermon? The sermon, by the way, in case you didn't remember, is on. Not, not being, being irritable. Not being irritated. Any anything that jumped out at you, or the, or any questions you had from it, or did it help in your marriage? <laughs> <laughs> marriage is great, guys. Um, well, the one thing that I really um, took away is that you got to remember that sometimes when you see somebody acting in a way that maybe you wouldn't be acting if you pictured yourself in that situation, you have to remember that maybe they've been in. An, irritable situation or uh, they've just encountered someone who's very irritating and uh, we all handle that a little bit differently and we could be catching somebody at a low point um, and but that doesn't define who they are so you have to find uh, that grace and forgiveness inside of you to kind of be like listen I don't know what's happening in your situation right now I can tell that it's difficult and um, kind of like when you're in traffic when somebody cuts you off you you say, you know what, I hope you get where you're going and that Jesus makes it so that you get there safely and not, hey, why'd you do that? You're a good you know man. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you're a good man. That's what we try to think of every time. In, tra- in My traffic. My wife here knows. Like, <laughs> we'll be- I have terrible road rage. <laughs> I am also... Uh, this this sermon was, uh, was right to Cecilia's heart because I just am very quick to anger a lot. And I, I, you know, I work in medical billing, so I have elderly patients calling me and they don't understand how anything works. And so I have a lot of patients, I feel like, in my job. And then once I'm done. Welcome, Cecilia. My name is Randy. I also have rage issues. (laughs) (laughs) We can all relate. We can. You came at a really good time, by the way, because these two were kind of at it with each other. And I was getting irritated with them. So thank (laughs) you for popping by. (laughs) We were just talking about irritation. He's irritated. Oh, I was I was a little irritated because the name of the message series is Love Is, but we keep talking about what love is not. Right, you know, so that's just a pet peeve. It's a little, you know, don't I mean, we're just defining boundaries, right? You got to get the lines <laughs> where love is. Next week on next <laughs> week's podcast, we will have a new host yeah. <laughs> uh, coming next week. Razan, was it? Razan. Yes, it'll Razan. be 15 with Razan next week. So tune in early. And uh, he will be taking over for me. Yeah. <laughs> I really like you, Rasan. <laughs> you can. Nice seeing everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for stopping Take out. Take care. All right. Well, see now, maybe Rasan. We're gonna have to keep him in mind when we have an opening here, yeah. Or we need somebody for backup because, you know, if he's not getting irritated, that's probably uh, at least a step in the right direction. So. All right. If you listened to the episode last week, you already know all the details, and we've covered those. And But I'm just—the smell. I think the smell here at Antica 
might be better than the smell that would have come out of the door of the gelato place. Well, we'd have gotten both. Would yeah. we, well, we would have gotten, we was, would have gotten yeah. both, maybe. That would have been true. What we can say, though, is it's better than the smell in the studio. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> three dudes in a studio don't, don't was, smell as good as this. I was just going to leave it there. <laughs> yeah, let's, right? go. Okay. let's move on. <laughs> All right. So about that sermon. All right. So, yeah. you know, we already know, and we've already uh, ascertained that Randy can be irritable. And I wanted to start off by saying that being irritable and, like, continuing until we are good and irritated, right? I mean, it doesn't usually stop. It, it usually escalates. It seems like such a normal human emotion and reaction, like swatting a mosquito, scratching an itch, sneezing. It's something I just do, or clearing my throat, as it happens when you're on a microphone, when in the most inopportune time. It just happens. So it's like a, is this just something the body does, like a natural reaction, an involuntary reaction to our surroundings is that true yeah i definitely think so and i think from a psychological side of things jeff would probably be more qualified to talk about that than i am but i think it definitely is a natural uh a natural part of our life uh, where i don't know very many people who don't ever feel irritated there are those who feel irritated less often (laughs) probably well i think it's actually part of our body's reaction to anything that's uncomfortable or are on on in a sense uh on it's not normal you know yeah. something that we're fearful of or something that we're not understanding it's just part of you know part of how we react we all react differently by the way and uh but even irritation irritation in itself is a natural response so if that's true then yeah. what is our appropriate reaction that will somehow, I don't know if replace is the right word, or if it lessens, if it corrals and just kind of holds in limbo until we get a chance to get a, you know, kind of calm down and cool. What's the appropriate response if we're irritable, if we're trying to be better at it, we're wanting to be more forgiving, more loving, more, you know, not making people feel the attack, maybe, of our irritability? Well, Ken gave 10, actually. uh, It was 10, right? I think it It was was 10. 10 Um, pieces to that, which I thought were really extremely helpful. Although the one that I really thought was extremely helpful was the the ability to, first of all, just pause, give pause, mm. to kind of find the meaning of what's going on. And then this, the, the other part was the reframe. I thought that was good. I, I love the fact that you said chew gum, which I thought was clever. But I was going to have my wife change the slide or ice. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Somebody smacking gum will get me irritated as okay. much as ice. So it, I, I actually thought about taking that off. But I actually used uh, the, those suggestions. Eight out of those ten came from an article um, mm-hmm. that uh, that I found uh, on a, a website called VeryWellMind.com. Okay. And uh, and those are those are really well researched uh, methods for. Um, for dealing with irritation. I think the thing that we need to remember about irritation, when Paul says that love is not irritable, um, what he's really referring to is acting out on that irritation. That's what he's, what he's really trying to point out. The, you know, I, I would love if anybody can tell me the secret to me not feeling irritable when somebody starts smacking gum in my ear or chewing ice. Chewing with I would, mouth open, I that's would, fine. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I would love to know what it is, but what I have to deal with is what's my response to that? How am I going to respond to that? And and if you you know if if your skin is irritated, 
Um, you know, when I, when I was about 10 years ago, when I was training for a triathlon, um, my skin would get irritated, um, from my shirt that would rub against my stomach while I was running. Oh yeah. And and so one of the things I just realized was I needed to get a different kind of shirt that wasn't going to do that. And there was other options out there as well that to take care of that. But what the irritation told me was that something was happening that was causing damage to my skin and I needed to do something about it. And I think we need to look at irritation that way. Um, irritation is, is a signal that something's not right and yeah. that we need that something needs to change or something needs to be addressed in our life. And so when we're feeling irritable, we need to really think about, is it really the traffic that's making me irritable? Or is it that um, I, I haven't gotten enough sleep last night? Um, I've been <laughs> yep. having... I've been having issues in my family, um, and so this is the place where you know I can, where I can yell and be upset inside of a closed space where where people may not judge me or hear, and I'm able to take my frustration out there. Is that what's going on, or is there something else? Sometimes it is genuine. You just don't like <laughs> being cut <laughs> off in traffic, and that's that's what it is. But the point that I hope that people really took away is that irritation is a signal the same way that pain is a signal in the body that something isn't right and that there's something that needs to be looked at and and figured out. Um, And so I think irritation can be a very good um, opportunity for us to really dig into our life and say, what, what's, what's really going on here? Yeah. The one thing that that I was thinking about while you were talking about that is that sometimes we we could use this to create, in a sense, uh, walls or boundaries. Probably not the best word, boundaries, but we do create walls when we don't want to have a relationship, and we use our irritation as a way of stepping back. You know, and and a lot of times, what we'll say, well, you know, that makes me mad, or you know, <laughs> that makes me irritated. Yeah. And we use that as a way of saying, I don't want to be with you. And so there are times when we do need to step into what is going on in, you know, in, our, in our mind and say, what's my main motivation? Is this irritation being used as a way to manipulate myself away from that person? Can, can I figure out ways to grapple with whatever? Because there's a lot of things that people do just naturally that sometimes may cause some irritation and i think that's important for us to realize too that it's not something that just because it's irritable that i decide i can stay away from that person so we do need to be mindful of that piece i think um and what it causes us to do but most of the time it's a warning of saying okay uh, yeah just like you say the irritation on your skin it's a great warning sign just don't use it as a manipulative tool to break up a relationship. Yeah, I, I think love that's the, super important. Absolutely. I love to own it because I think mm-hmm. if, and I, I know that was the first one on the list because I think if we, if you don't get the own it part right, then it's always going to be somebody else's problem that, mm-hmm. well, it was, yeah, it was the fool that cut me off that doesn't know how to drive. I mean, right. yeah, hello. Or like you said, you know, that makes me mad. Right. You, you know, you know that and you know, it irritates me. So why are you doing it? Your fault. And it's never then a look at the inside to the underlying issues that you probably know you're contributing to, even if it's another person, that, you know, there's this 
uh, little jab little system that we use that it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, because we keep scoring. Yeah, I remember the last time I was with Ken. He really got under my skin, and I gave him that little jab, and now he that's probably, yeah. retali- it's probably retaliation for that. And which, it never stops. Which makes me think that irritation is often responsible for passive-aggressive behavior. Exactly. Uh, oh, no, I, yeah, I was just going to say, I think that is where when we, when we do that, and it's almost just like, I'm going to do it so I can just hang you on the hook over there as I walk by. And then you're helpless because you're probably mad. And you don't want to, <laughs> you know, and if you're, if you're doing what we're all trying to do and being better at this, I don't want to say doormat, but you're almost just going like, okay, fine. You turn the other cheek, you're just do it and I'll take it. And then that just, but that lets the other person off the hook to just keep doing it. And I, you said, this is aspirational stuff. And I'm like, ah, wow. Aspirational. Yeah, definitely. Like it's okay if you aren't great, good, or maybe even salvageable. But I think what I hear in that is it's like, what's an an appropriate time frame, <laughs> or maybe yeah. an, a time, a, a goal even, because I mean, even if it's, let me just work on being, I think you're salvageable in this area to, well, maybe you're not really horrible at this. Maybe there's hope for you. I mean, is there a, because it seems like also if we just go, well, yeah, I'm irritable. What about it? I'm trying to get better. I prayed about it. And, you know, that same attitude, how do we know when we're making some kind of progress here? Because I I'm like you. I, I'm, or I'm not. I'm not. Sorry, I just put that on you. I'm irritable, <laughs> and I just go. Some days it, it's I'm irritated at me because I'm irritable. That right. should not have made me irritated, and it's me. I'm having a bad day, and I know it. And I just took it out on somebody else. Well, I, I, yeah. See, there's going to be times when the other person's going to trigger you too. That, and we do that sometimes intentionally. I think a good if you're going to want to spin this uh, in a positive way. I think. Paul could have said, love is mindful, mindful of those around me, mm. because it, it, okay. it puts me in a point where I get a chance to say, I, I need to be a little bit more in check of my irritability or, <laughs> or in check of you know, some of the things that I know trigger or I get triggered by those, those pieces, being mindful of my surroundings and the people around me. So you guys, in, when, in podcast land, you don't get to see the air quotes that Jeff just gave us and <laughs> irritability <laughs> and the, uh, you know, the little smirk yeah. that went along with it. So, Ken, did you? No. He's, Ken, I can see the, this pizza flavor. This pizza it's smell is wafting, wafting right through. And I'm watching it go between your nose and your mustache, and I see your whiskers giving a little, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm thinking about pizza. That's okay. Me too. You said irritability can be a sign that a relationship is in trouble. And I was like, yeah, that's definitely true. Seems like we should all be perpetually single and isolated in our own bubbles, no? No. No? No. I think that... I think <laughs> is it that, not that dire? No, it's not. <laughs> okay. I, like, again, the point of irritability to what Jeff was saying earlier is that we can either allow it to break relationships or it can, we can allow it to strengthen relationships. And what happens is if we don't own that we're irritable and we say oh i'm not irritable and so i mean i don't know i'm sure you've done it i'm sure i i know i've done it and i've had it done to me where i know somebody's irritated i know i'm irritated and i'm confronted what you see is everything okay Mm, yeah yeah everything's good i'm all right (laughs) yeah no you're not but you're not owning it you're not sharing it so i think sometimes one of the more loving things to do and, and this is something i do a lot with my kids hey i'm sorry I am irritable right now. This is not you. This is me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I shouldn't be this way, but this is how I'm feeling. And I'm, I'm really trying to, you know, to not snap. So I need to get a little space right now or I need to. Mm. And so I think that a lot of times, um, particularly for people who are in positions of authority, whether that's, uh, whether that's a parent or a pastor parent, or, good, good or whatever the case may be, we're afraid to admit when we, when we are not behaving well. Yeah. We're afraid to, to tell a child or somebody that's quote unquote under our authority. We're afraid to admit that we were wrong. And so in my experience has been, it's just the opposite. When you own it, when you say, Hey, this isn't right. It is how I am being. And I'm sorry, I am working on this. There's a lot more grace and forgiveness out there when, when people know that, you know, yeah. that, oh, that things man. aren't well. Yeah. Parents, if hard. you're, if you're hearing that, that is a really key piece. Your kids need to understand that it's not all because every child will take that and own it themselves. Yeah, I made mom mad. I made dad angry, and the parents, you're you being able to name your own irritability and then call it out to the child that's there that's next to you, and say, you know what, this isn't you. This is this is daddy or this is mommy. And that's a huge, huge piece. That that's a positive part in mental health, no? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. for how we would teach our kids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that when you do that, you're, you're starting a modeling program that will help modeling, them be, yeah. be a better person themselves. And so I would, uh, I would just say <laughs> that something must have happened behind me, but, but my, uh, Randy's that's looking. That's my cannoli cake she just stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> now, now whose nose is and mustache is twitching oh, there. So, man. Uh, um, but the thing about it is, is that as we, as we go ahead and just admit <laughs> that your cannoli cake was stepped on and you're feeling irritated <laughs> yeah. now, uh, uh, yeah. but as we can own what we're feeling, um, and tell our kids, Hey, yeah. look, you know, it just makes a huge difference in their life and it makes a difference in our life because yeah. our kids shouldn't think that we're perfect people Our our because w- once we start putting ourselves up as some sort of sign of perfection, that's when uh, our children will someday realize that we've lied to them <laughs> yeah. all the whole time. And, and, and it will be not what we would want it to be for them. So I think it's really important that we go ahead and own those, those yeah. parts of And it, like you said, it's modeling, too, because it gives the, the child the opportunity to realize, oh, this wasn't me. And then they know when it is them and they get a chance to say, OK, yeah, I, I, I can feel comfortable. It's a safe place for me to be able to admit when i'm when i'm at fault or when i'm wrong and when i'm irritable and when i have a bad day or something yeah so absolutely okay. now did you see the look on daddy's face just a minute ago did you see that hmm? did you <laughs> yes yes okay did you think daddy was upset with you uh-huh. uh it's okay it's okay that you dropped my cake and stepped on it okay yeah so it's not you it's me okay okay <laughs> see that worked out really really well didn't it and I bet you felt okay, too. I'm all right. I mean, it's only cake, and I'm heavy enough, and I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm fat enough. I don't need any more. Whoa, reframed. <laughs> totally and, reframed. And I'm pretty sure they have more inside, yeah, so we'll figure okay. it out. We'll figure it out. And I don't think her actual heel actually stepped on the actual oh, cake so itself. It's all it's good. Just, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. See? Now we're good. She was. I could tell that I'll she was I'll be honest with you. I've had yeah. people step on things and eat, eat it anyway. anyway. I'm just, Five second rule. I'm, I'm totally okay. not, Yeah. I'm totally cool with that. We're in a completely <laughs> different, different area, area now. Yeah, no, aren't we, though? <laughs> Just not okay with that. No, see, that, <laughs> that irritates him. <laughs> <That's him. laughs> 
No, See, you have no idea where I've pulled pizza from. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's pizza. Right? Yeah, like, exactly. come on, you can't waste pizza. No, I think that's part of the that's part of being outside and just uh, being in the fray here. And it's it's good though. It's immediately as you said that I'm watching her with that. And I'm like, she's gonna drop that on the ground, and I'm <laughs> and I'm I'm getting a little irritated. Like, why don't you? That's not your cake. It's mine. Just leave it there. Why Why are you messing with it? <laughs> and then you're telling me this, and then she drops it, and I hear it drop. And then she put, and then she's a little bit freaked out, and she puts her foot on it, and then she looks over at me, and I'm like. And she's like, ah, right away her feelings are hurt because I'm upset. And she knows that she did something that made me upset. And I'm not upset. She's fine. So Isn't there you go. crazy that happened? Way to that. adjust your face. Way to adjust yeah. it, right? Yeah. So, and, and that really plays well into our next point. And I loved, Ken, the idea about Cain's sacrifice. Because mm. growing up, like, like you said, it was always that it was, well, God doesn't like produce or vegetables, <laughs> right? And Which I was okay with at times, I'll be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, you like, know, I was like, okay. God doesn't like this stuff. My mom said I was the only vegetarian that didn't like to eat vegetables. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm down. You know, there's a reason that I really like to frequent uh, Greek places because I'm all about the lamb. So, yeah. uh, you know, there's, there's that. But I just never considered it that he just brought stuff. Yeah, and then I think you know, in a, a lot of times I will, especially in summertime, I'll wear shorts to church, and that bothers people, and I know it does, and I don't do it to tick anybody off. But there's mornings when I get up for church where I'm just like, I'm going to be comfortable today, because right now the part of me that I can give to God that's good is nothing, and right now one more thing that irritates me <laughs> is not going to put me in any better <laughs> any better position. <laughs> And the best I have is what little bit of good there is in my heart that I can bring and be happy and hopefully get some perspective that's going to make a difference, not only short term, but long term. And I just just thinking about that totally flips that whole story on its on its head because Abel understood that, look, this is it's the firstborn. This is this is it. This is the cream of the crop. God, thank you. And like you said, Cain was just like, yo, drop it on the, here you go. Here's, here's my stuff. And yeah. it's like, how many times do we do the same exact thing? And then look how that story ends. And it's just like, it's a little scary. But on the same time, it's like, yeah, bring your best. Bring your best. But that's not easy when you're irritated. <laughs> it's not. And I think, that the, I think that probably for me the lesson out of that, though, is not so much. The interesting thing is that God didn't punish Cain for the sacrifice he brought. He just, the Bible just said he had regard Word. for Abel's, but not for, for Cain's. Cain's. He, yeah. he, the, and, and what was interesting was what Cain's response to that was. Right. When God basically said, hey, Cain, you know you could have done better. You're just, you're just really here half-heartedly. Yeah. Cain's response wasn't, oh, hey, I'm sorry, let me... Let me, let me let me think about that a little bit. His response was, "Come on, yeah. Abel, you goody two shoes. Come on, yeah." But and, that and but it, that's your point, right? Yeah, is that because you, you said that that's the, it, you know the relationship is in trouble if that's your attitude? Yeah, and that should have been the first thing. Yeah, I think it's all about really how you you know how do you value this relationship, King? Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, that's and, a tough one. But then you said, "God, kind of God speaking to Cain." 
but you must be the master over it. Yes. And then I'm like, okay, well, now I think we've moved past this aspirational stuff you were talking about earlier, and we moved into an answer that lies in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> uh, you know, is there anywhere in the Bible where we're giving the follow-up course a study on, um, you know, being the master over it 101? Is, is there any place... <laughs> That we should be obvious that maybe I'm overlooking because I'm sure that it is. I think the whole Bible is a study on (sighs) how to be the master over it. I think that I mean I think you can pretty much go anywhere in the Bible and find tips on how to be the master over it, and it it doesn't come down to just simply our willpower, but it comes down to us reaching out in faith to God and saying, "Hey, I know that this isn't the way I, I need to be." And I want you to help me change. And, yeah. um, you know, it's interesting to me. I've, I've, you know, throughout my life, there have been things I've just really tried hard to master and be the master of. And it rarely works out really well for me when I'm trying. But what really works out well is when I turn my life completely over to God and say, you change me on your timeline and in the areas that you want to change me. And that's when I really seem to find the most... Um, change in my life. That's when I find God working and God and the things that I think need to change sometimes aren't the things that God thinks needs to change right now. Sometimes God say, yeah, that's that's probably not the way I want you to be, but I also think that you need right now to be more of this. So that's the um that's the other part of it for me. Yeah, I think as you as you oh look my at goodness. The, <laughs> oh, you what, got what? the angry goat. You can't even wait to get <laughs> is, this the, is this the angry goat? Yeah, that's yeah. the angry goat. Hey, you know what? That um, that honey's pretty good. That's very good, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm serious. This is. I told. What did I tell you? I told you I wouldn't like it, right? I, I wish people could watch this, this podcast. I really do. Too. <laughs> this is our. This is our ADD. Yeah. <laughs> mm. well, I'm, I'm hungry, and I'm watching them open the box, and Jail's giving it the thumbs up over there, because, and I'm like, well, I think yeah. I think as we talk about this topic. I think all through the Bible, Jesus is asking us, God's asking us, they're, they're asking us to try to see humanity through their eyes. And, and I think that's, in a sense, the ingredient that, that God asks us, hey, could you just start to realize that I see that person differently than you do? And I want that to be how you see yourself. I like and, that. And I, and I think that that's the piece that he mm. tried to get Cain to understand. Is I want you to understand, I don't see you as a bad person, Cain. I, right now, what, what Abel did was more pleasing. But I don't see you. or you know, I don't see you. Please look at yourself that way, but Cain wouldn't do it. Mm. He couldn't see himself. I like that. Because you're right. I think we do think of, and I, I think we're our worst own enemies. Because if I'm Cain, I'm thinking, well, now I'm irritable because I probably knew I was phoning it in yeah. in the first place. And because, you know, <laughs> goody two-shoes brother, right? And so I'm already irritated. And now I'm irritated that God basically called me on the carpet and said, yeah, that's not going to cut it. And And we don't always deal well with being reprimanded, but... Man, if you if you if you have that negative self talk already, and you add that on top of it, and then just it just compounds. So I think that going back to the what we talked about earlier, I think that's the own it part. Because otherwise, man, I know my I'm a horrible self talk person because I expect, especially in, in a lot of areas where you expect perfection, right? I know how to do this. I'm really good at this. This shouldn't this shouldn't be a problem. 
Yeah, last week I know how to press record on a on an audio deck, right, Ken <laughs> and Jeff? I mean, last week we had to record twice, and so you didn't hear Jeff last week, even though we'd recorded a full episode while Jeff was there at the studio. And those kinds of things just get at you. And then the whole week, well, Ken, you, Ken knows the whole week just went to pot, just quick. And then you know, tonight we get here, Ken's like, "You're never going to believe this, but the gelato <laughs> place is closed." And it's like you start to feel almost like you're jinxing yourself from the possibility when God is just saying, "Look, just just do it again, just do it again, and and get it. You know, let's let's work on this. Let's get it right." And I I think it's God gives us a lot of opportunities to practice. Yep. And um, mm. you know, and that's what I think. It, we need to understand is sometimes we think this is God punishing us, but it's not God punishing us. It's giving us a, us a chance to practice. And when we, you know, there's only one way to get better at things, and it's it's practicing. It's just so it's, re- are you saying failure is failure is practice fail, failure. I'm saying failure is a normal part of the Christian life. You got to swallow your pizza first, Randy, before <laughs> you can say failure, because yeah. there's pizza crust on the back of your tongue. Really There's good also though. some cheese is on it? your cheek there. That's, oh, look at that. Oh, there there my go. wife got there me an napkin. Go. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. This needs that. to be videoed. This is why we don't do a video <laughs> podcast, because then you can't get away with eating pizza. All right. So we know we need to try to do better. We know that this is something that, if left unchecked, can just morph into something really ugly. For someone who is just sitting down and going, oh, a few of these things are ticking boxes that I hadn't thought of before. And so now maybe I go, oh, maybe I, maybe I do have some tools, however bleak they might be, or minimal. I need to start somewhere. What, what's the best advice we can give someone who has struggled a lot with irritability to just put one baby step forward to get started? I think it's going to go back to that list. I would just really encourage people to look up that list, um, and I'm sure we can put that in the show notes, right? I will put it in the show notes. That's yes. um, a good idea. Mm-hmm. Go, to, go to that list. And the other thing that I talked about at the end of my sermon a little bit was seeking professional help. If you are, if you have, um, if you are angry all the time, if you are <laughs> constantly yeah. irritable, it can be a sign of not, it can be a sign of a lot of different things, but some of them can be, they can, they can be, um, medical issues in your life. You could have sleep apnea that, that's causing you not oh, to get enough sleep at night. It could be that you, um, it, it could, you know, it, it could be so many different things. You could have a hormone imbalance in your life. And that, and sometimes there are some things that you honestly, um, that, that require medical attention to correct. Uh, if you're feeling chronic pain, Oh, that's true. That, yeah, that, that can cause irritation in your life. I mean, if your back is constantly hurting, it's hard to be in a good mood. No, for sure. When that's going on, and so I think that sometimes we we do people a disservice by just saying, "Well, just cheer up and have a good attitude." It's well, yeah, but but it's, yeah. it's a little difficult when, and you know, if there's parts of your life that are just going in a bad direction if your if your job is not satisfying if you're in a in a marriage that's struggling if your children are going through difficult things those can all be things that really make it tough to to keep a, a good attitude and and it's not an excuse to not but what it is is it's like hey let's have some understanding let's go ahead and understand that that those things could be some real things and so sometimes the right thing to do is go see your general practitioner and just tell them what's I'm just feeling severe uh, irritation all the time any thoughts for me? I mean, and, and talk about it with the medical professional. Maybe, um, maybe you know that 
that maybe it has something to do with your your children are going through something difficult and or you your your marriage is going through difficult or or maybe it's uh you know work whatever well maybe that's the time if you can to go see a professional counselor yeah. and, and and talk it out with them and try to help like, get that professional help i just i firmly believe god's put all these people in our lives for a reason that there's that they're there to help us and uh, the same way that you go see a doctor if you know if you got covid or got the flu sure um you know you probably ought to go see a, a doctor if you're constantly feeling irritated and and you've tried the things that are on that list and it's just not, not making working, any yeah. difference I, I think that's really something that you you ought to do and um i think that all too often god puts the professionals in our life and it's like that you know old joke about the guy that's drowning and and he prays to god <laughs> to save him and you know a boat comes by and and offers to let him in he goes nope god's going to save me yeah. and then you know and then another <laughs> yeah. boat comes by and then a helicopter comes by and each time he's like no no god's going to save me and you know as the joke goes when he gets to the pearly gates he says god why didn't you save me and the guy said well you won i sent you two boats <laughs> and a helicopter <laughs> i mean i and but sometimes that's why the way you know that joke is there for a reason because so many times that's how we behave with god we are like no no i've prayed god give me the magic yeah give me the magic i don't want to actually do the harder work yeah of, of doing that so i think that's just something that we probably ought to think a little bit about and and again if, if everybody normally feels irritation irritation is a normal part of life but when it's when you're constantly feeling it yeah. that's not normal that's not normal to always be irritated to always be angry yeah. um, that's not normal and it's not but if that's but if that's how you're feeling that's okay. where you're at. Yeah, Don't. No. That's yeah. not you being beat up for feeling that. That's just. I want you to, you to know that's not how you should be feeling. And go find that professional help that can help you. Yeah, therapists and psychologists and doctors, uh, medical doctors, they all have markers that they you know they they look for. The last. That's what they'll ask. You know, how long have you been feeling this way? You know, th- those are all key, and they're key pieces. Whether it's a chronic issue or an acute issue, so. Yeah, the, and these are things that you could probably answer yourself. yourself. And sure. I think the question that you said was, you know, what if it isn't something that, you know, what if it just it just happens sporadically and, and uh, you know, or, or maybe it happens like when somebody's chewing ice or, you know, um, and, and maybe it's not. Uh, in their minds, maybe it's not very serious. But sure. I, sometimes I just, and again, Ken mentioned sleep. You mentioned some of these sometimes physiological things. But. If it's something that you are concerned that's cropping up in a relationship yeah. or you're noticing it that, it that you don't like the way you are in, in when you're at work or in a particular you know where you're kind of realizing it's about it's about this person or it's about I really do think it it'd be a really good time to assess and and you know we talked about this is in the series of love is sure it, it to assess your your level in terms of looking at your you know your tolerance level and then saying okay is is there something going on in this relationship mm. and that is that is that is triggering something within me that I don't like yeah and, and you know that's why I think when we talk about love acceptance and forgiveness those are real pieces sure absolutely and and so there may be something that needs to be brought up in terms of a resolve, in terms of forgiveness, in terms of maybe it's just, 
I don't want to blame something on a spiritual issue when it could be a physiological thing, but that's a real thing too. Yeah, so and, I, and I think it's habitual. Repairing I think the relationship. If you get to be where you grew up that way, <clears throat> and you you know you were constantly bombarded with it, with people that were irritable or people that you know yelled all the time, and they gave off that vibe. Whether you know it's like, well, I don't know why you took it that way. That's not the way it was intended. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's those that come too. But you see a lot of people that just like any other kind of of problem that you just don't seem to have a handle on. It can a lot of times it can just be that knee jerk reaction to. To, well, it could be things. anything, right? right? It could, but that's people, why you need to know. Especially today, we look at the political landscape. We look at how we are doing in in, in our society and our culture. All of these things can become irritable really quick, really quickly. Yeah. So I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying if it's not a physiological thing, and by the way, check those things out. A, a good psychologist, a good therapist, will always ask those questions Absolutely. to phys- you know, to ask if it's physiological or something else. But there is a side of this that we write people off way too, too quickly soon, yeah. just yeah. because of something that we've manufactured as an irritability within ourselves. We can't, no. we can't forgive them because they're a whatever. I'd like to think that at Whole Life Church, I would like to think that for overall, um, the people that I know and that I'm friends with at Whole Life Church, that there's really not a stigma about this. You know, I know, I know people that are in therapy that have talked to me about it and and I don't feel like that's a, something that, and everyone's different and every situation is different. I'm not trying to minimize anybody's pain or, but, you know, I, I don't think it's one of those things anymore, at least not at whole life, where if someone found out that you were going to see somebody, that it would be something that most people would look down on you for. I, and I guess I just say that as, you know, a, a warm invitation to whole life church where, you know, everybody's welcome and, if uh, I would hope that we would be able to help lift each other up when we go through these situations and be positive about the it. The other thing that I'd hope that we have at Whole Life and that I have noticed, and I think that we do, is when um, when we are irritable that we're able to talk to each other about, about it. it. Yep, and absolutely. just say, hey, look, you know, yep. I mean, Jeff will tell you that, uh, you know, at staff means I've said, hey, chewing ice really drives me nuts. I'd really appreciate it if you didn't. Um, it's not fair. It's not right. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the staff have been very kind to me with that. <laughs> but, but then there's other things that I think would cause irritation to my to to the staff at Whole Life that I could be doing, right? Yeah. And each one of us has things. And so I I hope the same would be said to me. It's like, hey, I'm I'm not saying I'm being rational, but this is irritating me the way the the way that you're phrasing these things, the way you're saying sure. these things. It would it would really be helpful to me if if you thought about that a little bit more and if i think if we were all willing to listen and care about the other person and care about the relationship more um and that's a that's the point that i guess i really hope that that people also are hearing that i think jeff is driving home is that there are the the physical things that that cause us to be irritable but there's also the spiritual things on a spirit it's a spiritual level as well that we have to deal with and that we have to in god's words be the master of Mm -hmm. right well, I think the uh, you know the the ten things. So definitely go and check those out. Those uh, swipe up. They're in today's show notes. And then one of our whole life reflections asked, "What steps do you take to resolve irritability? Are there more steps you need to add?" And I think that last one was rhetorical. I don't think that anyone doesn't have more steps that they probably need to add, except maybe my mom. Mom, if you're listening, I, I don't think you need to add any. All right, what steps do you take to resolve irritability? And you know, part of it, I think the biggest thing I've learned is. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter how it may seem. What was the word you just used when talking about um, 
I know this doesn't, this may not be rational to you, but this is how I'm feeling. And to be okay with that, even if you feel like this is completely crazy, why would anyone? And just, and so for me, that's been a hard part for me to uh, internalize and go, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's bugging them. Let's just not do it. And not everyone likes to play the game. And sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's not. So let's just take, let's just take them at their word and not do it. And that's a hard one to not only put into place, but sometimes it's just hard to remember. Oh yeah. You know, like, Oh man, I really didn't want to do that. And now they're mad. You know, I don't want to talk now. I'm going to have to at least send a text message and go, I know you're mad at me. You don't have to respond, but I'm sorry. But even on that side, I think it's that assumption of good intent that when we've talked to somebody, if somebody's chewing ice around me, they probably aren't doing it to drive me nuts. Nuts. They just, they like chewing ice and they didn't think they just didn't, they didn't didn't remember. remember. It's not a big deal to them. And, And that's where I have to say, you know, you're not doing that on purpose. And so we're not going. I'm not going to let my relationship Shit. with you be ruptured. I'm not going no. to let something that that unimportant just. And sometimes there are important things too, but I'm not going to let that get in the way yeah. of the relationship. No. And that kind of goes actually to you know the Bible doesn't talk about reframing. It doesn't go there, but it does talk about judgment. Yeah. And I think that's a key piece to getting our judgment. In check because we go to the judgment piece real quick. You know, it's very easy for, you know, while you're getting irritated to say they're doing that on purpose. They're doing that just to irritate. That seems like the default. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, if you have anything that you can add to this conversation, 407-965-1607, as always, is our text and voicemail. We'd love to hear from you or podcast at wholelife.church. And our final thoughts were were from the closing to Ken's message. He said, irritability is a stepping stone to broken relationships. And I think we've established that very, very well, both in message and today. And that's why we need to own it and ask for God's help in ruthlessly eliminating it. Mm, Ruthlessly. That means we're in in it to be conscious about it. We're here to be all in. Yeah, we're just all in to make it go away. I like that. All right, next week, love is not a grudge holder. We're still in the knots, people. <laughs> I feel like Jethro Bodine. Anybody know who Jethro Bodine is? Yeah. yeah. Not a knot is a knot. <laughs> and so I think we've got at least four or five knots so far. But it is not a grudge holder. So where, where are we heading? Uh... I'm really excited to talk about this. And I'd be curious. I'd love to have our listeners kind of weigh in on this on social media or uh, wherever this podcast is if you want to you put some thoughts in here. But... I have t- said that I believe that when you read 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 7, you can substitute the word God for love. So love is patient and kind. God Absolutely. is patient mm-hmm. and kind. And if I'm if I'm really truthful, this one right here is the one that it took me the longest to be able to put God's name into. The, because what, when we say grudge, the, the, <laughs> what we're going to talk about yep. uh, in the in this series when we're you know this this weekend is that. The way that it's worded is that love does not keep track of of things done to, uh, uh, so it does not keep keep a tally of how it's been wronged. It doesn't keep track of how it's been wronged. And for a long time in my life, um, that's not my view of God. And I wonder how many people out there also have a view of God that God is very carefully keeping track of, yeah. of all the ways that I have wronged Him. So my question for those of you out there in, in podcast world is this. So can you really substitute God in for God is love? Is that true? Does God really not keep track of how he's been wronged? I mean, I mean, if I ask for forgiveness, I think most Christians are going to agree that if we ask for forgiveness, God 
wipes out that. But what if I don't? Yeah. Is God keeping track then? Mm. And so I'd love to hear Ooh. what people think about that, because that's where we're going to run with that. I don't think, in this week's sermon, I've decided I don't think I need to prove the point that we shouldn't have grudges. I think yeah. we all kind of get that. Yeah, Maybe a, we might want to talk a little bit about what to do if we're struggling with that. But yeah. but what I really want to focus in more is, but who is God in this? in this? Does God keep track of the things we've done wrong, and what does right. that mean? Right. All right. So now, if you send a voicemail or a text or an email, I will make sure those get forwarded to Pastor Ken before. And if you, who knows, it may be like Q&A during the message as we uh, bring up podcast questions during the message this week. So I want to say thank you to Monte Gelato. I don't know why he had to close. Hope everything is okay. And we wish him all the best if you're listening by chance. And, of course, to Antica. Wood Fired Pizzeria and Market. Uh, the pizza was delicious. My fingers are a little sticky, so I'm not touching any keys here. <laughs> and uh, that honey on top of the pizza was it's incredible. That was it? legit. It was so. I, I just you I think did, that it, you think when you read it that that's not going to be good, yeah. and then you eat it, and, and it's oh like, my, yeah, no, no. I, and I'm not even a fan. It was a little spicy with a pe- uh, was there green peppers, red peppers on there. They're, uh, yeah, they're Italian the, peppers, but they're good. The, the spice came from the honey. Oh, the spice was from yeah, the honey. Oh, man. That, honey. So that was totally, yeah, I, I would have not ever ordered that other than your <laughs> recommendation. But I'm watching them eat this pizza over there, and I'm like, I didn't have lunch. I'm like, yeah, you need to, yeah, 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 bring me a piece of pizza. This is delicious. So, oh, oh Gerald, Gerald, come here. Come on. Uh, we're, uh, as we start to wrap things up, I need uh, one thing here from Gerald. Hold on. So, uh was it two weeks ago, uh, Gerald uh, just came up to me uh, on the stage and was like, man, I've been enjoying the podcast. Great job. And oh, by the way, you know what you should do? And he gave me an idea and he reaffirmed that idea. And we're going to, I don't think I'm going to have time to do it this week. So we're going to push it off one more week. But so He I was just, here because he wanted to see it. And yeah. so now <laughs> I, I just, um, Ken wanted to know if he was going to be irritated by our plan. Do you think he's going to be irritated? I don't know. It depends. But uh, if it does irritate him, I mean, hey. It's a growth opportunity, It's a growth opportunity. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Because Ken was a little worried last week. He's like, am I going to be irritated? I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. Maybe. I'm like, but I think I think he's gonna laugh, right? Yeah, he's gonna have a nice little chuckle. I think <laughs> this is awesome. This is awesome. They, so that is Gerald. If you've ever tuned into our church services and you see some guy sitting on a on a square box, uh, keeping time for everybody and making it sound good, the cone, cone, the cone, That's Gerald. That's our yeah. guy. So <laughs> that is uh, he's here. He's been here the whole night. And uh, how and the cake? What, what, how was the cake and the pizza? Oh. Ten out of ten. Okay, so guys, Look at that. so you know, come out, and even though you're not here tonight, the next time you come to Antigua, it's here in Altamont Springs. The, I'm going to put the address and the business name in the show notes today. Come out and just let them know that hey, I wasn't here for the podcast, but I'm here because. Are there any of the foodie podcast. religious podcasts out there? I don't know. Maybe don't know. maybe, maybe we'll that start needs start one. Well, That's what I'm that thinking. could be it. There you go. Okay. Well, there you go. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for indulging uh, our outdoor podcast. We went a little bit longer than normal, but really, really important topic. And I, I agree with Ken. I'm already, I don't know if the word excited is what I'm thinking for next week, but I definitely think it's going to be a chance for us to grow. So that's really what, what <laughs> I guess that's really the point, right? So that means we have good things ahead. So, all right, we're going to be back again as next Wednesday. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a fantastic week. Fantastic week.